Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Gab with Gwen. This is your girl, Gwen. It is Monday, October 5th. Can you believe that it's already October, friends? Like, didn't we get stuck somehow in March, yet it's seven months later? But here we are, and we're less than a month away from big election 2020 in the United States of America, basically shaking the dice to see if democracy prevails or not. Yay. So honestly, I've tried to record this like four times over the last couple of weeks because I am doing an episode. And yes, I know I keep saying I'm going to edit an older one. And every time I start to do it, it just doesn't feel right because of the news cycle. So first of all, I did say, depending on the news is what I was going to release next. And so much has come out that I was like, okay, let me do it. Let me say something. Now, listen, I'm actually not going to be gloom and doom in this one because truth be told, I've been laughing. I've been laughing. And again, I do say that laughter, or at least for me, is therapeutic. And maybe it's not appropriate to laugh in these quote unquote dire circumstances. But look, this is a group project, baby. It's really not up to me. It's only one thing I can do as one individual. Obviously, it's going to take everybody else in the country. And yo, we got to a group of bobos, as we say. You guys you guys know that reference if you listen to this podcast. So we got the bobo class in here. So what are we going to do? So, woo child, it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks. And life comes at you fast and hard. And for all my astro peeps, listen, October is a hard month for everybody. All right. There's a lot of activity going on. You know, that's why it came out with a bang with y'all's president testing, admitting that he's allegedly positive for COVID-19. And it's going to continue, okay, between the full moons, the just, ooh, it's a lot. You know, we have a lot going on, retrograde, eclipse, all types of things. So it's going to be an action-packed month, astrologically. Y'all don't have to believe Gwen, but y'all about to see it. So just hang on, hang on. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And let me tell you, that election not going to just go off like, okay, cool. And whoever wins, wins. It's about to be wild up in this bitch. So just, you know, stock up on your food. Little Slim says she's doing it. She's right. Stock up on your, your, all your um perishables, whatever, non-perishables probably. And get ready, baby, because this country is just off the chain and to everybody outside of America. Oh Lord. Pray for us, I guess. I mean, I would say this is not how we are, but I guess we are. So that's that. It's funny. Um I want so I want to talk about one, two, three, four things. Four things that have happened over the last few weeks. My biggest thing that I really started to record about was the seven hundred fifty dollars in taxes. And honestly I still want to probably name this episode that because that one, to me, at the end of the day, shows the true testament of his character more than anything else. And for anyone who's American and who is working class, middle class, and you're supporting this man, I'm pretty sure you've paid more than $750 taxes in the last 15 years. Now, hold on. He paid $750 twice, okay? So... I'm sure you paid more than $1,500 taxes in the last 15 years, okay? And I saw people online commenting like, well, those are the tax loopholes. That's business. We should want to be like him, blah, blah, blah. So I said, wait, hold on. Why should I feel good that I'm paying more taxes 
than this motherfucker. Why should I feel good about that? And you feel good about that? You're shaking this man's house. He's a fucking welfare queen. What the fuck? And no offense to anyone who's using any social assistance. But the same people that he is trying to dog whistle y'all and all this stuff. We're talking about the suburbs and this and that. Ain't he the welfare queen? What is that? Oh, he's a good businessman. Is he a good businessman? Look at all them losses. Now, you guys are going to say, well, he's just fucking up the taxes and making it look like he's, he, you know, he's losing and doesn't have money till he can only pay some 50. I mean, <laughs> all the mental gymnastics that people are doing to support this man when he's literally showing you with every breath and ounce of his being that he doesn't care about you. Forget black people. Forget black people. Forget us, right? But you, if you're white, if you're Latino, if you're Asian, if you're native, whatever, any mixture in between, you really think this man believes what you believe, stands up for your values, tells it like it is. You really think that? He shows all the time that he doesn't, that he's a straight-up snake oil salesman, straight-up charlatan. All he want to do is bark, 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 because his little little dick syndrome, but y'all are, like, lapping it up like kittens. It's funny to me. I was like, wow, so nothing like absolutely nothing can make you think like wow this is an unscrupulous person who does not care about this country the future at all he on his way out he's 75 years old he don't care he's just trying to cause a ruckus on the way out and you guys are like cool sure you know it really feels to me like a cult like you guys are still for real drinking this poison Kool-Aid and you want me to sit here and drink it too. Everyone who's throwing over our shoulders, you're looking at us like we're crazy. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. But okay. So y'all comfortable with that? Because for me, that is like the most offensive thing. Do you know what I could have done over the last 15 years if I'd only paid $1,500 in taxes? 751 years, other 750 other year after you became president? Really? Do you know what I could have done? Things I could do. You know how much money I pay in taxes? Jesus. And then you're like, oh, he's a businessman. Well, you know what? There are people who are proprietors. And listen, I've done, you know, I don't get into my business. But yeah, like, yes, I have a nine to five. It's really a nine to nine. But yes, I have a regular, regular corporate job. But I've had many times where, you know, I'm doing my 1099s and it's, you know, it's a single um, proprietor. You know what I mean? And you listen I'm always in the battle of paying taxes baby always 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 okay and that tax man comes all the time so for y'all to really be like oh it's okay for this millionaire not self-made someone who inherited this trust fund baby to work the system to get over and not pay taxes and you think that's good because you dream that one day you can screw over people too to be a Scrooge too this is stupid like this is stupid you know this is why people always want to be rappers and shit and like it's just so unrealistic like I guess being a dreamer is cute but this is like at the point where y'all you know these are grown people too who are supporting and think it's cool you'll just drink anything and believe anything and that's okay with you listen I'm not okay with that now Yes, I pay a lot of taxes, a god-awful amount of taxes, for real. And 
bro, would I like my taxes lowered? Sure. But that's, that's not it. Like, I think there's something within reason, you know, people were talking about a flat tax rate, something like that. But to just this old, just straight up charlatan shit here, <laughs> scammer, scammer, scammer. I mean, come on. Okay. You're like, well, that's good to tackle. Okay. Y'all believe that, right? Listen, the corporations do it all the time, but this is the president. I think we should have some standards here, but y'all don't have any, and, you know, and at the end of the day, America's getting what they deserve because y'all wanted him. So that's that. And don't tell me popular vote list. It don't matter. The system is set up, but still, if enough people did the right thing and weren't playing around in 2016, we wouldn't be where we are. And we're still at risk right now in 2020. So let's move on to the next thing. Y'all, y'all sell $150 still supporting us. That is such a slap in the face. Oh my God. But sure, y'all still defending him like tooth and nail. So there's that saying it's fake news because you don't want to hear the truth. You know, just like somebody whose husband is like blatantly cheating on them. There's, you know, sex, lies, videotape, all types of evidence. And she's like, no, it's because you're jealous. You're like, okay. All right, delusional. Here we go. You know, that's the same thing. And that's what apparently half the American people are like. So there's that. Um, Last week, the debate, bro. First of all, if anyone followed me on Twitter, I reluctantly started to watch it. Then I was like, I don't think I'm going to last. And then I believe I last 16 minutes watching it, maybe 17 minutes. I could not. Like my blood pressure was going up. I was so irritated. I couldn't watch that. Now, I know people are like, oh, it's a train wreck. No, 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 bro. I couldn't watch it. I said, Mm-mm. and I love trash reality TV. I do. You know, although I still have certain things I'll watch, certain things I can't watch. Like, I can't watch The Housewives anymore. I haven't watched them in years. Like, Atlanta and all, all the stuff. What was it? Married to Men. I can't watch any of that stuff because I don't like to see... Black people, black women doing this strange menstrual show of nouveau rich, nouveau richness, like being like, oh, I have money to do that, but then being super irritatingly ghetto, which is also why Tamar annoys me too. So I gotta say that too. So that kind of stuff is annoying to me. So I can't watch that, but y'all know I love a 90 Day Fiance. Okay, you guys know I love a 90 Day Fiance. I will watch Love After Lockup. Because uh, I'm fascinated by, <laughs> wow, you know, it's just, it's just fascinating, but it, it's, it's different. It's very different than the menstrual shows of the other, you know, quote unquote reality shows, um, which were, are much more scripted than these other things that are lightly scripted, but not to that extent, I find. So anyway, I, that tangent was because, look, I like me a reality show, but I didn't like this. This debate, I only lasted a very short amount of time because, <sighs> Y'all need to listen to the RBG episode. I told you in the hot take that nobody likes, and it wasn't just referring to her, although it did include her, is that we have a problem when we have septuagenarians and octogenarians running this country. I'm concerned when I saw that debate. I was like, these are two people who should not be the quote-unquote leaders of the quote-unquote free world or potential leaders. Like, this is ridiculous. You have a spray tan baby just having a tantrum nonstop like a toddler, okay? And then Gramps, he tried to keep up, and he did. Biden did keep up, but getting distracted by, 
you know, the banana in the tailpipe from this this one, and then you got this moderator who refused to mute the mics. I said, look, at this point, this is stupid. And I said at the time, it needed to be a Zoom because you know what? Put them on mute. That's it. I don't even know why they has to be in person. I don't know why we didn't do a Zoom. It should have been a Zoom. And this just to make a little 90 Day Fiance reference. This is the tell all came on last night, the part two, and part three is coming on tonight. And I much prefer the Zoom tell all, right? Because all the theatrics people try to do in person, it's not so easy to do. Even if they walk off, on the Zoom, so what you pan is somebody else because of the gallery. It's so much better. And honestly, the clapbacks are better on Zoom because people have a little bit, I don't know, they're, they're a little bit braver behind the screen. So I much prefer the Zoom. And I think even the debate should be a Zoom and use that mute button, right? Because if you feel afraid to use it in front of his face, you can do it on Zoom and keep it pushing. And clearly, going to the next topic, the reason why we need to do Zoom is because Trump was all coughing up his COVID up in <laughs> poor Biden's face. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth on the COVID piece here. I'm not. I know some people, because he is a pathological liar, don't even believe that the man has COVID and believe that this is all some type of political ploy because the debate went poorly and blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to garner sympathy and it's a calculation. And listen, I wouldn't put it past him. So that's facts. I would not put that past him, that that could be the case. Fair enough. But on the flip side, he is older. They refuse to follow the precautions. It's just a matter of time right? It's just a matter of time. So the universe lined it up where here it is that he, you know, him and then this whole laundry list of Republicans <laughs> got COVID soon. Now, now here's a hot take for this episode. And I, I think I tweeted this and I just funny I was talking to my sister and she doesn't follow me on Twitter or anything like that. And she's like, she said the same thing. I said, listen, I'm not wishing anybody death. But what I am going to say is that Herman Cain can't be the only one to die from this out of that Republican Party blatantly not following protocol because something's not going to be right. Now, yes, my mom is like Herman Cain was very ill. He was stupid because he was a cancer survivor. He recently had surgery. You know, so obviously his immune system wasn't ready and he really put himself clearly in harm's way. That's fine. And that's true. But out of all these people, this ongoing list that keeps coming of Republicans, a lot of them are older. You got Chris Christie. He's very overweight, all these things. So you telling me nobody's going to croak? Okay. If that's the case, if all these white people can live I don't know. And listen, it's not all about race, but I just want I just want to see how this all pans out because the math is not adding up. Insert a meme right now with all the calculations. Okay, when you're looking up and you're seeing all the math go across the screen, insert that right now. Pretend that there was some video here because I'm telling you, this ain't right. All these old people, everything is all good. And see what I don't like about this, where I could go back to him lying about it but i don't know um is that now he's going to come out and be like see i told you it was just a cold look at me i'm strong blah 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 that's what he's going to say now i do think whatever he says he's probably going to have long-term effects because just from people i know who've had covid if you guys go on facebook there's actually groups and things like that um a lot of people have long-term effects for several weeks and months after the fact and so probably I, I anticipate him having some 
respiratory breathing issues, stuff like that. But he's going to pretend, you know, like he's fine, right? Bringing me to the last thing here, literal political theater. So y'all, because he's okay, he was helicoptered to a hospital (laughs) and given every damn type of medicine and every damn thing because he's fine and it's a mild case, right? It's so mild that he's getting every experimental drug and everything, right? Okay, sure, 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 sure. And then to up the ante, he's like, fuck it. Yes, I know there's a contagion period for 14 days, but I'm going to go in... But true pageant style to go in the back of SUV to wait to people. <laughs> Yo. Um, like, I just want to leave. Like, what is this? This is craziness. This is craziness. Like, this is so stupid. Like, it's embarrassing to even utter these words that this is what's happening. And this is the president. And you guys are still behind him. Or some of you were like, well, I don't know, Bernie might be the same, so I'm not voting. Like, on both sides. So don't, you know, if you're a Trump supporter, don't think you're only getting the wrath. You're not. The people who are saying that, oh, well, it's so disappointing to vote for Bernie. I maybe just not do anything. Okay. Y'all got a whole dictator. <laughs> Y'all got a whole dictator of the White House, but you're pontificating about whether or not you should vote him out okay cool cool all right so bring it to like kind of the second half you know as it's october and there's only two months after this left in this year and i look back at 2020 there's still more on this roller coaster ahead but it's been quite the roller coaster so far and even trini and i were texting last night about different things about um so many different things where it has it's truly been an eye-opener on many fronts if you listen to a lot of episodes we've touched on it right obviously everything that's happened with Black Lives Matter George Floyd Amont Arbery uh, Elijah McCray Breonna Taylor I mean it just the list goes on and on and the quote-unquote civil unrest the quote-unquote national unrest the protesting blah blah the economy the crisis, just everything, people losing their jobs, their livelihoods, just everything, the real division in this nation. Now, I know people are predicting, like, oh, it's going to be a civil war. No, they're not. I mean, I think, you know, we need to also be careful. Like, social media intensifies stuff, but, like, in your everyday life, is it like that? Like, let's be real. When you're walking down the street or X, Y, and Z, do you in your everyday life, like all this craziness that we see amped up in the media and social media, do you really feel that, right? This, oh, Trump, you don't, you don't, right? Now, obviously that's different if you, you know, you're protesting and things like that, but I'm just talking about your everyday, regular, regular life, going to the dollar store, going to Walmart, going to supermarket, blah, blah, blah. It's not, and you, America is a mix of people who do have different values in different perspectives and you're working with people and you're buying from people and you work for people and 
in circles with people who are going to be on multiple sites, right? So, and people coexist every day. Uh, you know, the part that is unfortunate is that he brings out the worst, you know, he brings out the worst. It's not about the United States. And you know, I've, I've had an episode called the un-United States, right? Because it just feels like we're so disjointed and we're not together. And it's sad, right? And yes, this America is an experiment and it always has been. The new world has been an experiment off gate. And has the experiment failed? Well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of failing. And it's, you know... <laughs> I mean, well, it is outside of him is failing. I mean, if we're just going to be honest, China is the real world power and we refuse to acknowledge it. So there's that. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I saw a tweet that the, you know, the president or the, China, well, I don't know, he's the prime minister of China. He called it the White House virus and I cackles because, I mean, right now the White House is literally ground zero, right? It's disgusting. So there's that, you know, so. Uh, you know, it, it's sad because the American experiment can go further and has a lot of promise. But I also think partially it's due to these old people espousing these old time views and really refusing to give up power. And we see that in so many facets of society. We see it with the Karens. We see it with the Chads. We see it with the Bombaleras. And we see it with the Rachel Dolezals. You know, we see all these people who just keep inserting themselves in places where they shouldn't be and not allowing organic growth and progress. And, you know, listen, life is always going to go on. It's always going to move forward. And... Regardless of whatever happens, election, look, the world's going to go forward. Everything's going to, you know, be fine. And I don't want people to be crippled by what you see on social media and what the pundits say and celebrities and all that stuff. Like, don't be crippled by that shit. Your everyday life, you you know, you're still walking around doing X, Y, and Z, whatever. But, you know, definitely manifest your power and take a part. I'm going to keep telling you to sign up to be a poll worker. Um... You know, make sure you go out and vote. If you're able to vote in advance, do an absentee ballot, whatever it is, vote by mail, do that. I don't trust it, but so I will be going in person November 3rd. Uh, I, I took off because I'm not the one, you know, I'm not playing these games with people. And, you know, one day I'll have to tell you about an election where I was in Florida, presidential election, and I stood in line for eight hours. Facts. We'll talk about that another time. So listen, Gwen believes in exercising the right to vote and I know it's not everything and I've already given you tips about other things to do in previous episodes so I don't have to reiterate it each time but I want to say that I just have been reflecting on 2020 like this has been a lot I think emotionally as a country and as a world especially this country right and I think a lot of places too I'm not going to say other places but it is a traumatic year. It's a very traumatic year. You know, this is, it's turned the world upside down. I think there's being home gives you a lot of time to reflect. And even if you don't have a lot of time, because like I've been saying from the beginning, I don't feel like I have a lot of time. You know, people had all this time to, you know, big bread and do all the shit y'all was doing. And I didn't. I just been working, working, working. And I'm thankful to do so. And I'm thankful to be gratefully employed. I'm thankful for all those things. But having all that time and reflective, I think it's just reflecting on what matters to you, what's important in your life. So, so many things. You guys don't even want to know kind of all the rabbit holes I've gone 
down. A lot of it is real estate related, to be honest. A lot of it is for me has been real estate related. Like, okay, should I buy? Where should I buy? Looking bigger picture. A lot of it has been about mortality. It's been about life, you know, how fleeting it is, how quick it is. Um, as close as I am to my parents, as much as I love them, and we're like super close. Me also having to realize that I have parents who are also septuagenarians. You know, I have parents who are septuagenarians. And what does that look like? You know, and, you know, I mentioned this to my sister yesterday and she's like, oh, well, grandma's 95. I'm like, well, yeah, but everybody doesn't have that luxury. You know what I mean? And not that you can ever prepare, but doing things like that. I know in my family, we've talked about this and I keep, keep talking about it. I need to do it. But like for everyone, I think it's also get your affairs in order. Um and I know this just from other family members who passed away, like a lot of times everyone's scrambling. So no one likes to think about death, but I think it's important to make it accessible for people to be able to get through your affairs, right? How do they have access to your online banking? Do they know your insurance policies? Um, you know, all that thing, just, you know, your will, if you have a will and testament, that's super important. Power of attorney. All of those things you want to make sure are taken care of and easily accessible so that your family doesn't have to scramble in a hard time when they're grieving, right? Because the one thing that is promised is death. You know what I mean? Life is short. And God knows this kind of took a dark turn, but it's it's real. And I'm telling you, these are kind of things that have crossed my mind in 2020. In addition to like, you know, listen, I had several family members pass away from COVID, not only COVID, other things too. And it's like, man, life is fleeting. And so when you're, you know, making plans, you got to balance for making plans with the way your life looks like in this instant, and then how it could look like if things were to change. And so that's been going through my mind a lot, you know, like, okay, I don't want to talk about my exact plans, but, you know, I had certain plans in mind and I'm, I'm really thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute, this would be so different if my parents weren't able to enjoy what I'm planning, I would feel, you know, it was real empty. So what does that mean for me? What should I be thinking about, right? As a person who's not married, doesn't have any kids, what should I be thinking about in that respect? And what should that look like, right? Just, you know, and then besides that, besides, okay, so even besides that, in order to go to extreme, thinking like, okay, what if my parents were to get sick? What if I were to get sick, right? And need assistance, what would that look like? What is you know, what does that look like? What does your insurance cover? What doesn't it cover? And I say this and I unfortunately have experience because my grandma and I and all these things I've had over the last few years of, you know, how much can you afford a home health aid? What would that look like? How would you pay them? Blah, blah, blah. So, you know, what are your wishes? Do you want to be cremated? Do you want to have a, um, a burial? Do you want to be in a nursing home? Do you want a home health aide? Do you want to be do a DNR? Do not resuscitate? Do not like all of these things, like planning for the future. And I know you guys think it sounds morbid, but it's not because it's legit life, and we need to think about it, right? Like if something happened, what are your plans? Like with do you have insurance for renters insurance? Do you have homeowners insurance? 
what's going to pay. Do you have life insurance? All these things, you know, and, and are people aware of where to get the information, the policy and how much it covers, et cetera. So, you know, yeah, like, you know, I, I just think it's put a lot into perspective because life can change in an instant. And I hope everyone has taken that lesson in 2020 because it's been here. You know what I mean? It's been here for all of us and we should, you know, we should. Now, I know other people are like, well, no caution to the wind, blah, 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 just forget about it. It's fine. And, you know, a bunch of y'all having babies and all stuff. And that's cool, too. But I, I do think we should all just be a little bit more reflective, plan a little bit more, think about contingency planning for anything we're we're having in life because you really don't know, right? You just don't know how things are going to pan out. Um, even, you know, we talked about this. It was a, I can't remember which episode it was, but Ismail and I talked about it. Like being in New York in COVID and obviously everyone knows over the whole country is disproportionately Black and Hispanic people who've been impacted. But one of the interesting things was that, and I said, I said well, listen, a lot of white people got out of the city. They didn't have to be here. Like this was the hot spot. And so they balanced. They had summer homes, vacation homes, family in the middle of the country, et cetera. And I said, a lot of black people don't have that, right? Or even if you do, I was like, oh, well, everyone's kind of in the same vicinity. Like if you're in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Philadelphia, like my family, it doesn't like, okay, that wasn't far enough, you know what I mean? To really get a true escape, you know, or I mean, Florida, fine. But, you know, there are people who have that. Like, are we thinking about, again, when I was saying real estate, think about different things, what makes sense. Should you have a cabin in the woods, right? You don't think about it, but that vacation home thing may serve multiple purposes, right? It might be a bunker. I don't know, right? But then also thinking, okay, well, also, okay, is this investment worth it? If you have a lot of older people in your family or whatever, not if you have young kids in your family. So just, I just think being very planful, but not just for like the moment and how it looks right now. But if circumstances change and what can that um, look like, right? So just being strategic about your life and, you know, getting down to the tactical level of how things are going to work and operate. I, you know, that's really important in 2020. And then I think just on a positive note, because I was trying to do a positive note, also being thankful and grateful. Like, listen, we made, we've made it so far, y'all. There have been so many people over $200,000, I mean, $200,000, over 200,000 people in the United States haven't. How many people have been infected and are having a hard time with health issues, etc. All these things, like we've made it. We've made it. We're living, we're breathing, we're still here to be outraged by the nonsense in the news cycle. We are making it. And that is something to be happy about, thankful for, grateful for, and you should count your blessings, right? Count your blessings every day because it is a blessing. Life is a blessing. You know, it's funny, my grandma, she doesn't do it now because she's bedbound, but she always, um, every time, every single time, she, the car ride, we had a, she was in the car and we get home. You know, she'd always say a prayer when she got home, thanking God for getting her home safely. Ooh. I didn't think that was going to make me a little emotional, but it did. But it's true. There's no 
guarantee so we really should be thankful and we should count our blessings and even though 2020 has been a trash year there are good things that have happened and I know there have been good things that happened to me I can't I don't talk about it on the podcast but I, I can't front on you guys I'll just be told I've had a few good things happen to me this year and so I gotta take the whole context of being thankful and feeling blessed right and listen the same way I just said good things happen to me, I also told you there's been sad things and family members passed and all these things. Absolutely. But there have been good things that have happened to me. And I have to acknowledge that and be thankful for that and grateful and pass on good energy and good vibes to people. Try to uplift others in these challenging times as well. Right? I know... Yeah, you know, just you guys, some of you guys have new babies. That's a blessing. But some of y'all got new puppies and kittens. That's a blessing. You know what I mean? Like, they're always good things. You know what I mean? And even your kids going to school virtually may feel like a toll and it's hard, but be thankful you have a roof over your head and your kids have a school to go to. There are a lot of people who don't, you know, depending where you are, you don't have access. You don't have all these things. So, I think we should just, in the midst of the madness, in the midst of the chaos of social media, etc., that is not fully reflective of everyday life. You know what I mean? Social media is not. So no matter what you see, 45 tweeting and all the pundits and the celebrities, blah, 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 that's not every, social media is not everyday life, right? Your everyday life is happens not on your phone. And think about that. And find the things to be grateful for. Find the moments to be happy about, you know, spending time with your loved ones, your friends, etc. And have that be the beacon of light that pushes you through, right? The conversation with your friends, the text with your friends, the FaceTime, whatever. Um, I know I just said it on the phone, but it's, it's different, right? It's like the one-to-one personal interactions you have. Be thankful for that. Right. So I I don't want everyone to be gloom and doom in 2020, no matter what happens November 3rd or subsequently thereafter, because I don't think we're going to get the answer on November 3rd. Remember Gwen told you here, the answer is not going to be that clear on November 3rd. But um, no matter what happens, right, it doesn't matter what happens with this election, blah, blah, still be grateful and thankful. We all we're you know, we're adjusting, right, for those who are wearing your mask regularly and follow the protocol like we're adjusting and you're still getting through life and you're still doing what you need to do and you go for your walks and you see the nature and you see whatever like these are all blessings that we should be thankful for and if anyone knows me in real life at all you know i don't know in the podcast like i'm not a religious person at all that's a whole other conversation but i'm not but i still believe that there is a reason for you to be thankful, you know what I mean? And whether it be the universe or God or whomever, whatever entity you believe in or entities, you should still be appreciative, right? Because this moment is short and we're all trying to make the best of it and we've made it and we're fortunate to have made it thus far because a lot of people have not, especially this year, a lot of people have not due to no fault of their own. Some people have fault of their own, like Herman Cain, but 
I'm just saying R.I.P. So, yeah, guys, this episode, I don't even know what this episode was, but I need to get one out. So, <laughs> so I need to get one out. So, listen, regardless of whatever happens, just be positive, be thankful for everything you have because it could be a lot worse. There are people who have it a lot harder than you. Each one of us, no matter how bad you're thinking, there's somebody who has it worse. So, and would would love to have what you have, right? There's so many people who would love to be where you are, love to have what you have. And so be thankful and be grateful and be appreciative for where you are this moment in time. And it's all good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, it's all good. And we're going to make it. And we're going to continue to do the right thing. And that's really it. So just on a side note, bonus episodes will be coming up within the next two weeks, I'm hoping. I told you guys that we're going to watch Black Earth Rising. It's another Michaela Cole. Well, it's not her show, actually. She just starred in it, essentially. It's on Netflix. So if you guys haven't watched that, start to watch it. Because we will be doing episodes about that. So stay tuned and it should be good. I haven't watched it in a long time, but it should be good. And I'm hoping to do a 90 Day Fiance episode at some point because I feel like there's a lot to talk about there too. So, you know, those kind of shenanigans going on. Um, And if you have ideas for episodes, you know, you guys, some of you guys already done it, but feel free to tweet me. You can DM me on Instagram. I guess you can email me if you want to as well. Uh, if you go to my, if you want my email, you can go to my profiles on Twitter and Instagram and let me know. Like, you know, I'm super open to any conversation with anybody. So if you want to be a guest, hey, you know, I'm definitely open to different topics and whatever conversation with anybody about anything. So that's fine. I do feel like we're due for kind of a dating episode. <laughs> so I don't know when that's going to come out, but I will do that. Also, I do want to do an astrology episode. I want to do a lot of stuff, random stuff. And so you guys should know that it's random. It's just random. So whatever topic, it's going to be random because that's how Gwen thinks. So anyway, this episode's way longer than it was going to be. So I just wanted to wish you guys a happy Monday, happy beginning of the week. Happy Black History Month to my folks in the UK. Shout out to you. Shout out everyone doesn't realize that Black History Month is not the same um, in Europe. So uh, yeah, shout out to the people doing the good things in um, the UK for Black History Month. Definitely want to support you guys in that because really everyone should be Black History Month. So shout out to you guys. And I think that's it. So till next time, peace.